Hello and welcome to the Forever Lampley podcast. Welcome, welcome. <laughs> I'm your host, Inez. And I'm Tommy. And today we have a couple more things to talk about. Some of the things we left off from the first two episodes that we feel like are very important that we share with you all. And then the second is, well, it's not really big news, but we're expecting. So we're going to talk about our road to baby Lampley and everything in between that. But to start off from the first two podcasts, there was one thing that I forgot to mention, and that was the importance of having a list. Now, some people don't believe in lists like you shouldn't have a list of your dream person or dream guy or girl. And I'm not talking about superficial things like he must be six foot. You definitely had tall on your list. I, okay, I didn't have, but it wasn't like, I think it was a nice to have on my list because I'm 5'3". Mm-hmm. But yes, you're right. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. But like, I'm not talking all superficial stuff. Yeah. Just some. Just, <laughs> just some. Um, but to have a picture, it's kind of like with the job, like, you know, things that you're good at and things that you're not good at. So if you are good at certain things, you should pursue a job in that area. And it, to me, it was the same way for dating. So before I met Tommy, actually, it was like a month before, which is kind of creepy. I made this list with a couple of my friends. It was two guys and another girl with me. And we came up with our must haves and our nice to haves. And on our must-have list, I had things like, he must be compassionate. He must have, you know, a relationship with God. And I had, like, a host of other things. Emotional intelligence. Emotional intelligence. Ooh, that was a huge one. (laughs) You looked at me like, what? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, emotional intelligence. And uh, I have a plethora of other things. But they are more so value-driven, more so than, like, pedigree like he must have a um ivy league you know degree or something like that it wasn't like that but the reason why i say this is because before i met tommy i dated people who well one i don't think i have a type for real for real i guess i realized that my type is like dating really smart people like i like nerds like that's what turns me on but like i never had a type like he needs to be this tall or he needs to be this bulky. That was never my thing. But knowing that I didn't really have a type looks wise, I really needed to dig deep and figure out like what I needed for myself so that I could be successful. But back to what I was saying, before I dated Tommy, there's this guy who I was dating with um, and he didn't believe in God. And like, I don't know why I pursued so much time with him. Wait, I've never heard this story. Oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So that guy did not believe in God. Like he didn't really have a relationship with God. Like he didn't really want to go to church. And like Inez, like Superwoman, I was like, oh, maybe I can introduce him to God or maybe he can come to church with me. But like, that's not what I needed. Like during that time of MBA grinding, if I needed to hit my knees and pray to God, I needed someone who could pray with me, pray for me, pray over me, 
and not look at me like, what's going on? Mm -hmm. So that's why I say a list is very important. So if you're single or if you're trying to figure yourself out, you know, one, create a list of value-based things so you don't make the same mistake, like don't waste your time. Looking back on it, that was a waste of time. Um, But on the other hand, that was a must-have. On my need-to-have, I had... Like, he has to dress well. Do you remember that one? Yeah, I do. Because I had an ex who just, I hated the way he dressed. Like, it actually made me throw up. He's probably listening to this. I hope he's listening. I hated the way you dressed. It was so, so, just, it was so bad. I was embarrassed. And so, like, I should have, like, I would buy him clothes as gifts. That's cute. I know. (laughs) But, like, because I felt like I could change his wardrobe, you know? But I can't change someone to like want to accept God as their Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. True. So that's why um, I think it's really important for men and women to have a list. And the whole reason why I'm saying this is because the night I met Tommy, I was like, what did I say, babe? Well, you broke out your list. Yeah. Um, you know, I was courting you really hard from the time we met and uh, somehow that led to you <laughs> pulling up your iPhone note or it was a picture of it a sure was. yeah picture of this this uh um bullet uh driven you know list of must haves and nice to haves and uh, I can recall you know looking through your list there was one remark I made which was I think the oh emotional intelli- intelligence yeah. um comment uh just or, you know, seeking clarity on exactly <laughs> what that was. I mean, I knew, but, you know, it's not really something that um, people say in their their day-to-day uh, uh, vernacular in terms of how they talk to people. So it was just clarity uh, was needed there. Um, but after I read the list, you know, I think I turned to you and mm-hmm. I said, well, I check all the boxes, baby. Or yeah, something smooth you did like, say that. Something like that. Something like that. And I was like, like, oh that. my God, he's a unicorn. <laughs> um, but, and that's what even further, I think, which made us fall in love so deep is that he then showed me every single trait that I said I needed in a man. Um, we went to church the first time I came out here to Atlanta. And, you know, all, I wish I could. I wish I had the list up so I could read through it. But I think it's really important for you just to know yourself, know what you need, so you don't waste your time because that's one thing we can't get back. So that was my. Oops, I forgot to mention that in our first two podcasts, babe. There was something. What I think it's also important to mention that you articulated to me very early. I think uh, right along the right around the same time we talked about this list, uh, you you uh, you weren't really you were over black guys. Oh, yeah. I said I was taking a break. You were taking a a break. Yeah. So there was a lot of there was a lot of. um, Well, because I came to Spain with the thought of like meeting a Spanish man who was going to. Senor Mario, or not Mario, Senor Felipe, who was going to come and swoop me off my feet. And and he actually tried when I went to use the restroom at one of those clubs. <laughs> I came back and, you know, some uh, dark haired, hairy guy was, you know, 
doing the Macarena (laughs) (laughs) all over and around my future wife. And I was like, scram, (laughs) Hector. (laughs) And, you know, that whole night, you know, somehow... Somehow we ended up crazy. (laughs) Yeah, I think that started a chain reaction of a bunch of different things, but it all started with, you know, that guy trying to rub up on you. I know. But yeah, that but see, that's also thinking back to my list, like even though I said I wanted to date someone outside my race, which isn't crazy for me because my first boyfriend was white. My first kiss was like with a white person. I went to prom with a white person like growing up. That was just the community that I was a part of. And so for me, it was just kind of going back to what I knew, but ultimately knowing that's not what I really wanted. All that to say, yes, a list is important. Knowing what you need versus what might sound good is important. And babe, there was something else that we didn't talk about. Mm -hmm. You were, before you met me, you were engaged. Before... We were together at a point during <laughs> during my life prior to to us. I was engaged. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, you gotta you gotta be descriptive there. Yeah, yeah. I um I had a previous engagement that ended, I guess, about six months or so prior to um you know us meeting. Um, yeah. What what do we? What do we want to talk about with regards to that? What do you feel comfortable saying? Um, well, I think for me, you know, my list wasn't a literal one like you had um, as much as, you know, just my life experiences um, having, you know, kind of given me a guide as to what would work for me as a um working professional with the son uh, um, and just kind of having um, a situation that did not work. It just kind of highlighted the things that I did want, I did need, I did not want, I did not need. And it it gave me kind of a path of guidance, if you will, for um, looking for my next mate in life. Um, so I had a list too. Uh, you know, again, it wasn't as robust <laughs> as Inez is. It did not include emotional intelligence <laughs> okay. per se as a as a bullet point, but um, you know, it it did incorporate uh, real world, real life experiences with regards to um, you know how or who um, I would. Uh, or how I would want the person I was with to react in various situations. So it was very tangible. Um, and, you know, that experience uh, gave me the ability to, um, with you, uh, kind of juxtapose um, my prior or previous relationship to the one that I was uh, eventually getting into. And just being able to, to understand the the um, pros and cons. Mm. Um, so, yeah. And I think it's important to mention you had a, in that six month break, you had the period that I like to call the like loving yourself. <laughs> and for everybody else, it's all about me. Like the, the period where you can just focus on Tommy, like how mm. important that was to have 
before you met me. And likewise, before I met you and before that other dude, I had a period of taking myself to dinner, being alone, like loving myself alone, mm-hmm. not needing someone else, just kind of living. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's very important to uh, because it's I think most people when they're in relationships, they tend to curve or cater to. Uh, and then, I mean, it's just it's just, you know, etiquette. Um, you want the person that you're with to be happy, to be comfortable, to <laughs> like the things that you're doing. Um, uh, so you conform, um, you know, sometimes uh, in a manner that's not true to your core self. Uh, and over time, I think things like that manifest themselves and they ultimately come out. Um, but you get it. You, when you have a chance to, when you have the opportunity to kind of live as a single person, um, you, you get the, you, you, you have a, uh, you have the opportunity to be you, be yourself and, you know, not cater to, you know, another person's whims, um, don't go to a restaurant you don't like watch the games because you want to watch the games and just kind of establish your cadence uh a cadence that you know really shouldn't truly be interrupted or shouldn't veer uh because of the person that you're with the person that's ideal should be complimentary you know as opposed to uh you know um this polar interaction that you know you're moving uh, you know, heaven and hell to, you know, make sure this person is comfortable. That That's not ideal and it won't work. It won't work. Um, so you have to, you have to have a certain sense of compatibility and you, you're not in a position to, to determine if someone is compatible. If you don't know yourself, you don't know what you would truly prefer. Um, and my mom, my mom said this to me when I was younger as a man, you, know, you don't really know, uh, you know, who you are. You don't really have the ability to, you know, kind of have a, a standard cadence as to like your your walk as a man until you're around 30 years old. And, um, you know, true enough, I think when I met Inez, I was ding, 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 <laughs> ding, 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 ding. I, I had uh, I think I was 31 and I was, you know, truly, I can say, you know, very. Um, close to the person that I am now and you know, my habits have been formed things that you know were uh, strong nose uh, and I had the ability to articulate that um, without you know wanting to wanting to uh, hedge if you will to make sure Inez was comfortable and she just happened to align with the things that I was like hey you know, <laughs> I need my stuff dry clean. If Here we not, go. If it's not, is that <laughs> that is an issue? <laughs> uh, so okay. I mean, just just <laughs> things like that where you you know you have a you just know what you need. You know yourself to, <laughs> to be uh, to be productive, and I don't like to use the word happy, but uh, to be fulfilled. That's um, a good word, yeah, if you will. There we go. So those were things we forgot to mention. So let's segue 
into, or I guess switch gears into how little Rudy, Tommy the third came about. That's the baby, by the way. Um, so we were very intentional about our honeymoon phase um, and intentional about when we wanted to have children. And for us, I think it's different because we were already a family when we were married. Like, and So when you say intentional, I think it's important to clarify that we were verbal, you know, yeah. in terms of articulating out loud to one another you know what we would envision um yeah yeah i mean there is even i actually think i was pregnant at this point but i remember when we were in houston with ed and lillian Mm. and i don't know how it came up but you you told ed like yeah, I'm trying to get Inez pregnant. Like, you were just very, very verbal. But it was just, like, what we would talk about. But, yeah, we are very intentional. We um, we wanted, I think before we got married, our plan was to get pregnant or start trying right after homecoming. We're like, let's have our last hoorah, Spellhouse homecoming. Let's get turnt. It's going to be lit. And then after that, like, mommy and daddy part two. Right? Clearly, this is the mind of Inez. I'm not that detailed. <laughs> I plan anything. So, <laughs> yes, that's what I was thinking in my yeah, mind. Okay. But just to touch on that before, like, like I was saying, it was me, you, and Tyler from the beginning. So mm-hmm. we were a family who wanted to expand our family. Like mm-hmm. I've never experienced just Tommy alone. Like there has always been a package, Tommy and Tyler. So we knew what family meant for us and we were ready to, you know, expand it basically, basic, excuse me, especially since, you know, we had this timeline, you know, Tommy's a little older than me <laughs> and he wanted to have all his boys, you know, out at a certain time. And, you know, I was serious about my snapback game and about my 30th birthday. And I was like, I'm not trying to be pregnant for me or my best friend's 30th, like I want to live my life. So we knew it was like either it happens during this window or we're going to have to wait until like I'm about to turn 31. So we're very intentional. Plus my brother has three boys and he and I grew up, you know, very competitive. I actually want Inez to, and this is still something that's a part of our, a part of our, uh, you know, conversations, but I wanted to have twins. Um, medical sciences, <laughs> medical technology is amazing, and um, you know, not to not to toot the horns of the you know individuals who spend time you know researching oh and contributing to the advancement of uh, medical technology, you know, sharing therapies and and uh, <laughs> you know the ability to to have convenient and um, intentional uh, ways of procreating uh, is the opportunities that you have are, are uh, you know, you really can just decide how you want to create your family. Right. Um, so those are conversations we had previously. I think we talked about, I talked about oh, wanting twin boys. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, 
because you know again we talked about those timelines and you know really wanting to uh, hit the ground running if you will um, with regards to procreation particularly because already having Tyler um, and already had already having a nice cadence established you know with regards to uh, what he should be doing on a day-to-day basis to be you know, successful and being, you know, to become the, the Lampley man we want him to be. You, know, mm. you just kind of put the the next, you know. Tyler the, was the blueprint. Mm-hmm. He is the blueprint. He's we're the blueprint. like, we're seeing how we want our children to be raised. You know, what works for us, how our family, like our how we envision our family. And we're like, we want more. Um mm. And another thing was that my mom had me at the age of 40. Mm -hmm. So I knew that I did not want to be, I mean, I loved having older parents, but I wanted to be a young mom. So, you know, I was already a mom coming into this relationship with Tommy. Uh, We never wanted that year to like honeymoon. We honeymooned during our engagement super hard. And then that first quarter of being married, we traveled like crazy, kind of got it all out of us. But I also think then we realized, wow, being married is different than being engaged. And I think at one point we're like, should we push it back? Should we remember? Um, Should we like push our timeline back? Because we were having so much fun as, you know, doing all these cool things with your wife. Yeah. I guess the word wife and doing those things were had a different different level. Certainly. It uh you know, it I mean I think this is something you hear married couples say all the time that there's a difference between engagement and marriage just with respect to you know, how you view that person, a different level of responsibility um that's you know placed on you. Uh, certainly as a male, I can speak from that perspective, but even just kind of hearing how Inez approaches um, her responsibilities as a wife, um, you know, you, you when you enter into that covenant, um, there's just a different level of expectation um, from yourself and from <laughs> from the other <laughs> individual. Uh, and um yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree. There's a different commitment level. You know, someone's your fiance. That could end. I mean, and in your case, it did. <laughs> but I'm saying like a wife, you know, people get divorced, whatever. But like, there's just a different level of commitment when you say like, that's my wife versus that's my fiance. Right. And also, you know, we joined a bank account like what's mine is yours literally and i think we felt that you know with our prenup we saw all the assets all the debts and it was like this is what this is now ours you know and so when we were engaged it was that was never really a topic that we had to talk about i mean we talked about money but not to the extent of like what's mine is yours for real for real yeah yeah so there definitely is a difference. Um, and we were really loving being married, but God's timing is, you know, <laughs> what that's the clock that we're on. And so it didn't happen <laughs> exactly after homecoming, 
But it happened about a month after that. Mm. And I think it's funny how people always ask me like, Inez, how did you know you were pregnant? And I think this story is so funny and so us. We came back from Houston and we we had Tyler. And for some reason, I don't remember exactly, but we were going to the gym or y'all were going to go to the gym. And I was like, I can't like physically, babe, I need to just lay on the couch. Like I can't go with y'all. And I was like, yo, you're tripping. Yeah. You were, you got so upset. You were like, <laughs> you're not going to come to the gym with me and Tyler. And I was it's like, our, it's our time. I know. Especially, I think you were like about to travel for a mm. couple of days afterwards as well. Yeah. So you were like, this is our time to like, you know, spend together and I was like, I can't. And that one is like a red flag that does not sound like me at all. I'm a trooper. I'll be there. Um, and Tommy was like high key upset with me. And then he called me. He was like, I'm going to go get you a pregnancy test. I, I did not say yes, you. Like okay, how did you say it? Dude, do you think I could get you a pregnancy <laughs> test? <laughs> you know. Come on, let me sound like a Scrooge. Okay, but you were like, I'm going to get you a pregnancy test. And we took one Mm -hmm. at night, right? Mm -hmm. But you're supposed to take one in the morning. The one at night, the the second line was like very fair. The one in the morning, it was like boom, boom, like two lines. Girl, you're pregnant. Mm -hmm. And I just remember being like shocked. Because I didn't think it it really happened. And then I FaceTimed you. And I was like, babe, we're pregnant. Yeah, I don't know if I believed it at that oh point. I'm a, you know, skeptic by nature. <laughs> um, but those tests are, you know, they're, they're highly proficient. They're 99.9. Even when I went to the clinic, because before we told my parents... Remember, I went to the clinic. Yep. They did not draw my blood. They made me pee on that stick. The same thing I did in our bathroom. CG is highly reliable. It's a highly reliable hormone. I don't know what that means. But, um, yeah, we were excited. And I think that's when we knew our life was going to change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I mean, and for me, um, it's, it's kind of... I don't know if this is this is just kind of the de facto way of responding um, as a, a male. I can remember having a similar phenomenon when um, when Tyler, um, you know, popped onto the radar with regards to like, <laughs> man, I am about to be responsible for another human being. Let me. Uh, efficiently get my life in order <laughs> yeah. so that you know I can I can um, do these things and so I, I felt that that push or that urge to you know really maximize you know my day-to-day uh, uh, operations with respect to you know just just being being as efficient as I could uh, it was to, a new productivity gear yeah do you remember that oh yeah 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 um so it just kind of puts you in a different frame of mind when you when you realize that you know you're about to be responsible for another human life Mm -hmm. um 
you know, and things are a bit different because with Tyler, we have we have uh, full custody, but you know, he leaves and spends time with his mother every other weekend. So it's almost like we have a a free weekend as parents. Um, you look at that much differently uh, mm. with oh, <laughs> with yeah. respect to to uh, yeah to to a little T three coming into the world because it's you know there's no there's no days off no days off you know fifty six. 56 days, 56 nights straight. What? I'm sorry. Oh my god. I missed that one. But yeah, it is gonna be it's gonna be an adjustment, but we are so excited. We have so many stories, differences that we've had since me being pregnant, me as a woman, as a wife, what Tommy's had to deal with, you know, sleeping beauty, you know, him coming home and like his wife just wanting to sleep. Um, no comment. Yeah, there are so many things, and we're we're going to talk about them on other podcasts. But we just wanted to give you the introduction to how Rudy came about. A lot of people have been asking, like, was it planned? Like, was it a mistake? Well, one, there's no mistake in, you know, a child being born. That's a gift from God. And I think that's the other thing. We're just very excited that, God wanted us um, to have this life inside of me and create it. And so it's really a reflection of him. So we are just so excited and we thank you guys for listening in. Holla. Peace. (laughs) Peace.